0: conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey the radio home of the buffalo sabers from our flagship station in buffalo this is the postgame show on the buffalo sabers radio network here's your host brian cozio
1: for Buffalo. Dan, only be there on the call. The end of the shootout after Minnesota goes three for three, beating Uka Minnesota victorious by a three to two margin. Uh, those three shootout goals, including that one right there. We'll call those the plays of the game brought to you by NOCO, delivering comfort to homes and businesses since 1933. We welcome you here into the post game. Brian Colziel with you. Thanks for joining us here tonight. Uh, seven out of eight points, a very, very successful road trip for the Buffalo Sabers, as uh, they pull within one point of a wild card spot right now with 56 points, the Penguins with 57, and uh, wild card number one, the Penguin or the uh, Capitals have 58. Uh, so a very very successful trip for the Sabers. I know uh, probably uh, fans were hoping for the sweep. I'm sure the Saber players were as well. Uh, there were opportunities tonight, but I would say the same for the Wild. Uh, I thought maybe you know at the end of the night a fairly even game if you. Go across the entire board from start to finish, through the overtime and into the shootout. Uh, But Minnesota, obviously, uh, in the shootout, the better team as they go three for three and uh, win it three to two. Okay, Paul Hamilton joining us now here. Paul, a uh, game I think that could have went either way. What do you think? I thought it was fairly even, I guess, overall, if we were going to break this down.
2: It was and very impressive that they had energy throughout this game. You know, wrapping up this hard stretch of 13 games in 22 days. But uh, they didn't let it detour them. And yeah, they had their winning streak broken, but they have picked up points in seven straight games, going 5 0 and 2. And you can't ask for too much of a better road trip. Yeah, I suppose you could ask for eight out of eight points. But a lot of teams consider four out of eight points a good road trip when you can go 500. And uh, Buffalo gets on the plane and comes home with seven out of eight points. And uh, that certainly is uh, nothing to be ashamed about. Uh, Yeah, they lost it in a shootout, but they played a
1: good game. I would agree. Paul Lukaden, I think, was a big part of them getting this point. He had some really nice saves, I thought, in the third period. What did you think of his game? Yeah,
2: especially on Boldy. I mean, Boldy could have had a hat trick in the third period alone. Mm -hmm. And Lucanen was uh, up for the challenge and made a lot of good saves along the way for them. Only giving up, you know, two goals on the game, you know, for a while there. He was giving up three every time he was in the net. But, you know, you know what I always say, and it, it showed its head again in this game. Even if he gives up three or four or whatever, he makes the big save at the big time for you. And he had a lot of those. As I said, Boldy could have had three in the third period alone. Zuccarello came right down the slot. Huge save on that. Two big saves in overtime. One on Spurgeon. um I don't remember who had the other one, but two huge saves uh, in, in overtime. So, you know, that's that's the mark of a goaltender. Is you know when does he
1: make the save? And uh, Lukinin uh, did it again for the Buffalo Sabers. The overtime. Paul had such swings. The Sabers had all the possession in the opening minute, and then. It felt like for the middle, like, two and a half minutes, the Wild never gave the puck up. Uh, Some of the Sabres were out there for almost two minutes. Uh, And then the last minute, it kind of went back and forth. Tuck almost scored at the Horn, but uh, there was a dicey couple of minutes there in the middle of overtime. The Sabres obviously, you know, still ends up getting a point either way, but uh, they were at least lucky to get through that stretch, I thought.
2: Yeah, they were, and uh, that's the thing. Both teams had you know stretches where they were they were on top of the game. You know, uh there was no question about that uh, that both teams had had their moments. Uh Minnesota a couple of times caught the Sabers in changes and they couldn't get off the ice and put immense pressure on them. Then Buffalo did it once to Minnesota. Uh and and uh you know, put immense pressure on them. So that's it was a good ebb and flow game. I mean, there were times that both teams had opportunities and, you know, it doesn't surprise me at all that the shots were thirty-five thirty one. They were pretty close. And uh what they were there, thirty-two thirty going into the overtime. Minnesota outshot Buffalo three to one in the overtime, but you know, they're thirteen nine, eleven nine, and ten ten during regulation. So uh and, and considering too that Minnesota did have four power plays in the game. Buffalo only had one, so you know, they, they had a chance to build some momentum on the power play and, and weren't able to do that. Uh, they did get the one over or power play goal, and they had nine of their 35 shots did come on the power play. But, uh, you know, for the most part, Lukanen was there, and and the reason they scored the power play goal was because Lukanen was trying to get back in the net and got tied up, looked like he tripped, and never could get in into the net to stop Erickson Eck.
1: Paul, you mentioned it when we started this back on January seventh—the thirteen games in twenty-two span—and uh, by my math, I've got them going seven, four, and two yep. in those thirteen games. I think you probably yeah, would have we, signed up for that if, uh, if you oh, would yeah. have, if I would have mentioned that on January seventh to go seven, four, and two.
2: No question. The, yeah. any, I think anybody would have signed up for that, uh, especially you know they won the Minnesota game, then they lost three in a row, one in Nashville and lost two more. So I mean, they lost five out of six games in the middle of that and still wound up seven, four, and two, you know, in in the in in that thing. And in the last two games, they've only given up two goals and three out of the last four, they've only given up two goals. So I think that's, you know, something to hang your hat on too. Two of those games were Lucan in games. And Or I'm sorry, one was Comrie, one was Lucanen, and one was Anderson. So here you go. I mean, all three goaltenders
1: now in their last start have only given up two goals. Sabres lose in a shootout to Minnesota, 3-2, to two, but a very successful road trip. 3-0 and 1, 7 of 8 points. And uh, at the current moment, the Sabres are within one point of a wild card spot, currently being held by the Penguins. The Sabres also two back of the Washington Capitals, who are currently holding the top wildcard spot and, of course, have played two more games than the Buffalo Sabres. Paul, as we push ahead to to February now, the schedule much more friendlier. Only one set of back-to-back games, uh, which will be in Tampa and Florida uh, at the end of the month, but uh, five home games and five road games. So a month with uh, much less games, only one back-to-back. Uh, a nice West Coast trip where you don't have any back-to-backs in there either. They'll have the all-star break. They'll have a bye week. So uh, an opportunity for them to continue to do what Don Granato, uh I think, is, has found the good recipe is that if they are fresh, you get the best out of his team.
2: Sorry, I was counting. Yeah, yeah. And they, <laughs> coming in, uh, they have one game in 13 days coming up now. They'll have tomorrow off after they travel. They'll practice on Monday and Tuesday. They'll play Carolina. Then they get their break. I think they probably practice Thursday afternoon, practice again Friday, and then are home against Calgary. So you go, you go on this long, grueling streak, and then you play one game. <laughs> and then Tage Thompson will play two because he will yeah. play in the All-Star game. And uh, I th- I thought if somebody got out of the All-Star game that Darlene would get in, but that didn't materialize as matthews can't go and they put Barkov, who was with the home team into the game and that's why he got elected so the fans in florida would have something to cheer about it wasn't you know he's actually not having the season although he did set up the overtime goal in in the game today but he's not having the season he normally has uh but uh you know that's so that, that things are going to slow down for them and Now that they have three days before they play Carolina, what does that do for Samuelson and for Cousins to get them ready to maybe play against Carolina? We'll have to wait and see.
1: Yeah, Samuelson and Cousins both out tonight with injuries. Uh, That's your injury report brought to you by Losey and Ganji, Buffalo's workers' compensation and personal injury attorneys. Working hard for hardworking Western New Yorkers. Uh, We know the Sabres aren't uh, always forthcoming with tons of details on injuries, but they did say they were game-time decisions, and Don Granado did indicate the other night that he thought Cousins would have returned if there was more time. So it, our, our reading between the lines, Paul, is that we're thinking neither of these injuries are long-term in any capacity.
2: Yeah. Now, let's say, for example, and I have no idea, that Cousins had got a concussion. He got hit in the face with the butt end of his stick, and his legs just buckled on him, and he went down. Those are signs that possibly there could be a concussion, and maybe that night he was feeling okay, and then maybe, uh, you know, they had a day off, and then maybe he started feeling a little bit worse. So maybe that's the way this went. Uh, we'll, we'll never know. I mean, that's only going to be known behind closed doors. But uh, maybe that's the way this went.
1: Yep. All right, Paul, thanks so much for all your work tonight and on this whole road trip. Uh, we will chat in person on February 1st, Sabers next game at home against Carolina on Wednesday. Okay, Brian, take care. We will see you then. Okay, great. Thank you, Paul. Paul Hamilton here on the post-game show. Sabres fall in a shootout 3-2 to two as uh, Minnesota scoring all three attempts in the shootout from Zuccarello, Caprisoff and Goodrow. And uh, Buffalo scoring on their first attempt from Tage Thompson, but uh, Jack Quinn was stopped, and then, of course, the Sabres never even got a third attempt because it was over at that point. But a very, very successful uh, January the 13 games in 22 days stretch. The Sabers go 7-4-2 and, and obviously have put themselves in a glorious spot here uh, in the standings with an opportunity to really have uh, a good look at improving their stance in February with a favorable schedule, and then uh, going into March, the last full month of the season, with a they're in the race. You know, so obviously still a lot of hockey to go here as we're still only through 49 games, but it definitely feels fun here as we head into the All-Star break, which will be coming up after Buffalo's next game against Carolina. Let's get you your final stats now. Uh, they're brought to you by Paddock Chevrolet, with you for the extra mile. Shots in the third and overtime. Uh, both teams had 10 in the third in the OT. It was 3-1 Minnesota. The Wild end up on top in this category, 35-31. Uh, there were no penalties called in the third or the overtime. Uh, Sabres just 0-1 on the power play. They just had one try. Minnesota was 1-of-4. Uh, in goal, Mark andre Fleury gets the win, 29 saves. He stopped one of two in the shootout. Uko, Pekka, Lukanen, the loss, 33 saves, and was 0 for 3 in the shootout. Your three stars are all from the wild. Fleury, star number three. Spurgeon, star number two. Goudreau, star number one. But I thought Lukanen was very good for the Sabres, facing 35 shots, um, and uh, I thought he was very good tonight. I thought Casey Middlestadt seemed to have a good jump in his stat. I thought he was good. I thought Owen Power was, again, uh, good tonight. But uh, so far, I guess uh, for all the goals that were scored here, the Wild end up getting all three stars. But uh, I'll give it to a, a Minnesota Navy. I thought Casey Middlestad had a really good game for the Sabres tonight. Uh, we're going to make him the electric player of the game. Brought to you by Town BMW or excuse me, Town Auto Group for an electrifying performance. Check out Town Auto Group's lineup of EVs. The attendance tonight at... XL Energy Center at 19,212. Sabres next play, February 1st at home against Carolina. For all of our local affiliates, as we get past midnight here in Buffalo, we will say goodbye to you. If you want to keep listening to the post game, go to WGR550.com or on the Odyssey app. And for all of you listening on WGR, more post game coming up. Get you your save of the game when we come back. First response from the fans. You can send me your thoughts at BrianWGR. Minnesota wins it in a shootout. I'm Brian Colziel. This is the Buffalo Sabres Radio Network. Wild backhand in the slot. Oh, big save by Lucan in there. And Zuccarello comes down
2: the middle for that chance on the Sabres netminder who keeps it tied at two.
1: Dan Dunleavy there on the call. Ooh, Capekka and some big saves down the stretch of this game, 33 in all. That's your save of the game, brought to you by your upstate Honda dealers. New inventory is arriving daily as we bring you back here on the postgame. Brian Colsey with you, 3-2 Minnesota. Wins it in a shootout. The Sabres pick up a point tonight, 7 out of 8 on this Western trip against all Western Conference opponents, wins in Dallas, St. Louis, Winnipeg and a shootout loss tonight to Minnesota. Uh Don Granado just uh meeting with the media and just said that uh, he held out Cousins and Samuelson uh just didn't want to risk it. He said they've played such a, a lot of hockey in such a short period of time and uh, with the I think the break coming up uh didn't sound like there was anything, you know, in terms of any sort of bad update on these two. I think just maybe just Holding off, figured, hey, I, you know, Clegg played well, handled himself well. So uh, that's kind of what Don Granado was thinking there. Uh, thoughts from Don Granado brought to you by Salino Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Tempstar Emergency Services, specialists bringing heat on and off the ice. Now let's get our first response from the fans, and it's brought to you by Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy. Serve Pro of Central Buffalo's Team Luzzy is first and faster to any size disaster. Visit TeamLuzzy.com. You can always send me your thoughts after each and every game at Brian WGR. All right, a couple of tweets in here. Uh, first one from at716depression says, that was such a good game. Shame we couldn't finish the job. I would agree. It was a good game. Entertaining on both sides. Fun Saturday night game uh, with a good atmosphere in Minnesota. Mike says, seven out of eight on a road trip. Take that every single time. Can't wait to see them maybe get past Pittsburgh in the standing soon. Yeah, it may happen very soon. Um, Got to imagine Pittsburgh is going to play before the Sabres. Although, We are starting to get into bye weeks now. So depending upon when Pittsburgh or Washington has their bye week, uh, we could possibly be seeing uh, the Sabres have an opportunity to pass one or both of these teams here. But remember, Buffalo's only going to have one game in the next 13 days. So it uh, it may not get to that where, you know, the Sabres might win that game and you still just because you're not going to play in such a long time, uh, you may not have an opportunity to pass it here. So let's see if I can quickly look at the schedule here upcoming uh, for these teams kind of just really looking at Pittsburgh and uh, Minnesota I'm sorry, Pittsburgh and Washington when they play next. So Washington plays tomorrow at Toronto at 5 o'clock. So I mean that's favorable for the Sabres playing in Toronto against a very good Leafs team. Then Washington will play again on Tuesday in Columbus um, and then uh, head off for the All-Star break. So it looks like this week is not necessarily the bye week for the Capitals. The Penguins do not play again uh, this upcoming week at all. So this must be their bye week. And then uh, the following week, they'll get back in action on Tuesday, February 7th against Colorado. So, uh, yeah, that's let's see. And then when the Sabres finally play next, Pittsburgh will have a game in Anaheim. They'll go out west uh, before Buffalo finally plays again. So Washington will play twice before the Sabres get back onto the ice again. Uh, The Caps will have games in Toronto on Sunday, in Columbus on Tuesday. Pittsburgh won't play again until the Sabres play on Wednesday. So, yes, that's right, because Pittsburgh won't play again. So Buffalo will go into Wednesday's game with a chance, if they win, to move into the wildcard spot solo all on their own. So that'll be fun on Wednesday. Looking forward to that. Wednesday, February 1st. That game, by the way, a TNT broadcast. 7.30 7.30 also, if you're going to the game. Not 7, like the normal home to start time. 7.30 and TNT on the TV side. And, of course, we'll have Dan and Rob for you right here on the Sabres radio network. So a very, very successful road trip. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, for all of us here, we are enjoying watching fun and exciting hockey. And it's fun to look at the out-of-town scoreboard and fun to look at the standings after each and every game. And as long as the Sabres keep doing what they're doing... Uh, it's going to be fun to keep doing that throughout the remainder of the season. But Buffalo's next game now, not until February. February 1st against Carolina. Then they'll have the All-Star game and then the bye week and then won't play again until February 11th, a home game with the Calgary Flames. With that, we're going to say goodnight to everybody here on the post game. want to thank our crew, TJ Luckman, our network manager for his work. Thank you, TJ. Kyle Powell on our social media and game story. Be sure to check it out at WGR550.com. Paul Hamilton, our reporter, with his analysis throughout the night. Tom Maddie is our engineer. And for our game announcers, Dan Dunleavy and Rob Ray, I'm Brian Colt. I thank you for listening. Again, the final of the shootout, Minnesota 3, Buffalo 2. Enjoy the NFL tomorrow, and then uh, we'll chat again on Wednesday, February 1st. Sabres and Hurricanes from downtown Buffalo, right here on the Buffalo Sabres radio network. Good night, everyone.